Hey, I'm Brandon Marsh. And I'm Sam Voss. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed it. I mean, it's a work in progress. Come along for the ride. All right, well, come back. <laughs> Welcome back um, to Morning Slurps with Brandon and Sam. I don't have anything to slurp out of, but I have a water bottle. You do have a water bottle. You don't drink coffee? No, never. Never? Never. No coffee at all? Nothing. Caffeine? Uh, like a Red Bull here and there on the weekends. Oh, yeah, getting crazy. <laughs> getting crazy on the weekends, baby. All right, well, obviously... Um, yeah, the morning slurps thing. If you if you listen to our first episode, we we were slurping. We were slurping a little bit, so we just decided to own it. And if you hear slurps throughout the episode, uh, we hope you're enjoying maybe a a cup of coffee this morning as well. If you're listening yeah. with us, slurp along with us. Slurp along with us. All right, that's right. That right. That that be right there, boy. All right. So, um, what's going on? What's new, man? Nothing new. Uh, trying to finish out the end of the month. Yep. Trying to make things happen. So end of the month is always kind of busy. I'm I'm learning. Obviously, I'm not familiar with the automotive industry, but that's historically true. Yes. Okay. I feel like it's got to be the same no matter where you go. Yeah. I always tell Chris and Holly, I'm like, the end of the month, I wish every day was the end of the month. Because the energy feels way different at the end of the month than at the beginning of the month. Yeah. You know? Everyone's just moving right and everybody's trying to hit their goals and i i understand that starting at zero it's hard to have that same drive when compared to when you're at x y or z right correct but it's probably a good challenge for all of us that we can push just as hard when we're at zero as we do when we're almost to the goal you know it's probably easier because you see the end right you know, whereas in the beginning, you don't really have a clear it's true. path. Are you a, you're not a marathon runner? Absolutely not. You look like you could be. <laughs> it's because I'm skinny. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I think you look nice. I hate running. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I hate any, yeah, running. I'm like, one time my wife and I, she was like, in the nicest way possible, she was like, you need to start to move your body more. <laughs> <laughs> In a nice way. I love her. She's yeah, great. Not but, calling you fat, but... Eh. But move a little bit, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, I'm not a runner, but I tried to be. And I could imagine that if you like are running a race or a marathon, when you see the finish line, you, you do push a little bit harder. For sure. You know? You get that second win. Right. Because at the beginning of a race and at the beginning of the month, there's a pace, right? And we're trying to stay on that pace. And then at the end, we're trying to beat the pace essentially right correct but let's just be reminded whoever's listening whatever if you work here at price right if you work somewhere else let's just keep pushing you know every day of the month push it real good push it real good isn't that a song yeah who sings that salt and pepper Ooh, do you want to sing it i don't know the words that well <laughs> that's all i know is that's push good. it real good that's good that's all we need that, that's all we needed um yeah, what else is new? You changed desks. You have a new change of scenery. Yeah, I switched with Alex. I feel like it'd be good to get him kind of involved answering phones and scheduling yeah. a little bit. He's, um, I mean, obviously he was the employee of the, he was the Once owner's push. highlight last yeah. last week's on last week's Is that kind of like employee of the month? Well, we or do employee these of the week. employee of the week. <laughs> there we go. Well, we go above and beyond here. Yeah. And we have 52 weeks. We have approximately 60 employees, so... We have enough to do one every week. I thought you were going to blow year. my mind with some mental math right there. <laughs> uh, no. If Chris was here, it would happen. Yeah, Chris probably has a spreadsheet for it, let's yeah. be honest. Um, well, that's exciting. That's very kind of you, by the way. I know sometimes when people change their desks, that can be uh, ego, a uh, shot to the ego, but uh, I felt like you handled that graciously. Yeah, I don't have much of an ego. Well, I like that about you. <laughs> So keep that up, please. So what's new in your world? Oh, what's new in my world? Well, you're hiring that BDC yep, guy. Yep, we we did offer uh, the position to uh, BDC working here in Nunica to kind of. Um, so for those of you who don't know, we have a BDC. What a BDC is is business something something. 
Let me tell you what what they do. That's more important <laughs> than a title, let's be honest. So essentially what they do is any incoming lead, any internet lead, they take that internet lead in and then they follow up with them. So if you send in a lead, I say, Brandon, I saw you're looking at this Ford Explorer. It is available. I'm so glad that you want to check it out. How about you come on out to Price Right Auto and, and when can you do that? And then they set the appointment. Then once the customer gets here, then the sales guys take over. Okay. So essentially, um, I mean, we'll get to this a little a bit, a little bit later in the podcast, but it's it's somebody who's going to be able to take their role and say, my role is primarily to respond to leads and set appointments. That's that's their role. Then the sales guy's job is the customer experience and to sell the car, right? right. So, like I said, we are going to touch on this later, but essentially, it's just everybody doing their part, you know. And sometimes the sales guys have a lot of things that they're working on. It would be like if all of our techs had to write their own ROs, right? So, hey, we, we need you to work on the car. We need you to build the RO. And then we need you to call the customer. And we need you to pay them, pay them out. Like, there's just too much there, right? That makes so sense. That's why you have a service writer, <laughs> right? So, the BDC is essentially just to help. If we can really narrow it down that process of how can we best respond to customers, um, that's essentially their job. Because we want the customer experience to be enjoyable and oh. to set us apart from our competition. Exactly. You know? So, but we'll talk about this later, since yeah. it sounds like we talked about it. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's code for all right, Sam. Move on to the next thing, please. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good. You got to keep me on task. Um, and then what's new? I mean, I'd love to touch on a, some personal stuff if you're willing to. Yeah, I mean. I can't think of anything new <laughs> personally. Nothing new. I'm a creature of habit. That's not well. Then what is? I mean, the weather's getting nice, so mm. garage doors open, bikes outside. So you're, you're what, probably moving. I'm getting close. What does a creature of habit mean? Do you just go home and eat dinner and watch TV and go to bed? Nope. Just go home, do some like chores. Oh sure, yeah. You know. Yep. Feed horses and. You have horses? Yeah, we got three. No kidding. Yeah. Well, my wife has. Oh three. sure. And you help take care of them? Yes. See, I do chores too. Unload the dishwasher. Which is still... I did that yeah. this morning before I got here. Every morning. Really? That's every huge. single morning before I leave, I unload the dishwasher and I fold whatever laundry's in the dryer. So you're... And I go home. And then I go to work. So you do a lot in the morning. Yeah, I try... Yeah, I try to get up like 5.36, get some stuff down around the house. Because I love to go home to a clean house. I love that. Like, to go home and know the dishwasher's empty, the laundry's already folded. Because my wife's working, too. So, I don't... The last thing I want to do is put that all on her. I mean, she's great. She's more... She is more efficient at folding laundry than I am. I'll tell you that. I need, like, a whole, like, table and to put one sleeve over and then the other sleeve. It takes me forever. But I haven't done laundry in years. You just leave it in a basket? No. My wife just... Just folds it? it. Yeah. Oh, and you, but you have your role. You feed the horses. It sounds like. Uh she she actually mainly does that. <laughs> <laughs> actually, um, I don't do anything. My wife just takes care of me normally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm basically a child. <laughs> well, whatever. Oh, yeah, but in the mornings, I have you know, I wake up, go to the bathroom, brush my teeth, drink a little protein shake, and mm. take my morning vitamins, and I'm out the door. You are such morning. a you are an inspiration. An inspiration. Your morning vitamins, too? Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, men's one a day and two fish oil. I don't know if it does anything. Have you ever done the apple cider vinegar shots? Oh, yeah. My wife used to do that. I almost threw up. Oh, they're so... I I tried that before. Because she would just knock them back like nothing nothing changed. And I'm like, oh, how bad could it be? You know, she doesn't even make a face. And so I tossed one back and almost threw up in the sink. Yeah, they're terrible. It was that bad. Jeez. Yeah, they're awful. But, um... Supposed to be good for your gut health, but they say that. Yeah, I'm not good enough. Yeah, I agree. I'm not. I'm not messing with that. Excuse me. Um, okay, so what's new with me? Well, yeah, we are moving. We're in the midst of moving. We actually close on our house tomorrow. Ooh, I know. We don't uh, move in till like mid to late April because there's some um, elderly people that just is taking them a little bit of time to move out and we're renting a place right now so we're cool with it but then the other thing that's new is my child looks like he was physically abused but he wasn't (laughs) (laughs) yesterday i was standing outside with my father-in-law because he came and picked up uh his truck that we worked on 
and you know my kid wants to open the window and yell down to we call he calls him pop you know so pop whatever and then all of a sudden bam fell out the door no <laughs> fell out the window no bam and just screaming and his he hit his nose on the window because he was like trying to hang out the window hit his nose on the window blood gushing and my wife's like <laughs> really yeah my wife's like it's broken <laughs> it's broken <laughs> and i was like well meanwhile she's like it's broken she's like trying to help him and so how do you fall like i'm you're like standing i'm trying not to seat? pass out because any any blood i'm gone i'm out i'm out my wife gave birth i had to leave the room i wasn't even there oh that would have been an awesome video if you fall down <laughs> like so she had a c-section and oh that's oof. oh i know that's gnarly and hospitals see. like the lights the smell i hate hospitals oh i can't do it so then i'm sitting next to her and you know they're cutting meanwhile they're cutting her open but she's conscious there, and yeah. fine and whatever and so all of a sudden the doctor looks at me and the doctor's like oh how are we doing dad <laughs> and i was like i'm not good <laughs> and they're like okay we'll just keep breathing and i was like I'm going to pass out. What is that noise? It's my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little whistle. Just a little whistle. Good morning to you too, phone. But yeah, so any form of blood I'm like out or hospitals I can't do. And so that's pretty much the only thing that's new. My kid looks like he has a... So did he slip on the seat and then hit his face on the window? Yeah. Oh my Bam. So I didn't see it. I... I mean, I went in there this morning to check on him. He was sleeping and it was dark, so I didn't really see it. But I'm guessing uh, Child Protective Services are going to be calling me later. Is it one of those things he's going to be like, hey, Dad, and you're going to be like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey. I'm like, do not tell anybody that anybody hurt you, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, it would be funny. He'd be like, my dad hurt me. <laughs> yeah, your dad's also in trouble now because you said stuff like that. But. Yeah, well, we'll see you in a few years, buddy. I know, but other than that, nothing's new. Just, um... Yeah, I feel like we're, I'm a creature of habit too, you know, wake up, dishwasher, work, go home, play with the kids, eat dinner, watch a show, or sit on the couch and dream about what the house is going to look like and then to bed and redo, you know, so I understand where you're coming from with, sometimes that just makes, sometimes I think that actually helps the day go by faster. It does, but do you always want it to go by faster? Hmm. Sometimes it feels monotonous. It's a good question. That actually kind of gets to what we're going to talk about. Are you ready for our first segment of the day? Born ready. Here's what's happening around the dealership. Presented to you by Price Right Auto. All right, so what's going on around the dealership? Uh, we hit on this every single week just to keep everybody in the loop on what is going on around the dealership. Um, yeah, it's been it's been great record months. Um, I know service has been killing it, so kudos to you and your team. Thank you. I know um, I know those techs are busting their butts out there, both here in Nunica and in Marne. So if you're a tech and you're listening, I know we don't always uh, do the best job of coming down and saying hey or coming out and saying thanks so much for what you're doing but this is this is awesome what's going on and you guys are playing a huge role in that i know you could probably speak more to it than i could but should i <laughs> i think you should because all i'm saying is like you guys are doing a great job fixing cars yep doing what you're doing <laughs> but i mean you've I seen know, the jobs they're doing yeah it's it's going about as well as it could um obviously there's always room for improvement but definitely uh at least no one has quit (laughs) (laughs) you know under the pressure everyone seems to be pushing forward which is all you can ever ask for so well we appreciate it guys um so service is having a big month um sales is having a massive month as well which also not to take away from you sales guys if you're listening but techs getting cars done so that they can be delivered and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we if we don't have a service department, we're not able to buy the cars we buy, and then we're not able to do what we can do for customers. So, yeah. and for body and right, even detail. Yeah, I mean, all around big big month for everybody. Um, and I feel like that really is attributed to three factors. Um, the first one is processes. Right. Everybody now, I feel like, is starting to follow those processes. 
like detail efficiency, body's got their processes in place. Obviously, you guys have your processes in place. Um, sales guys, those that customer experience and that customer journey is falling into place. So that's massive. Uh, you want to hit on the second one? Yeah. All right, cool. The right people on the bus. Ooh, I just wanted to hear somebody else say it. Cause I, I feel like I said, ah. Yeah, I mean, the right people on the bus. You know, I say it all the time and people probably get sick of it, but it's about having the right people on the bus and having the bus go in the right direction. Yeah, because if you have the wrong bus driver, ooh, you're not going to make it to school that, on time. Did you ride the bus? I did. I never rode the bus. Never? Did you have a bad bus driver or a good bus driver? Uh... So, funny story, real quick. Okay, no, I like My that. old bus driver actually bought a car here. No. Yes. <clears throat> and he recognized me. He was like, Brandon, you were so naughty on the bus. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I just always pictured bus drivers being like, hey, quiet back there. Oh, yeah. Well, we had this old lady, and she let us get away with murder on oh, the bus. Oh, yeah. And then we got this guy, Bernie, who I was just speaking about. Yep uh he was not about that so he was very strict <laughs> he did not he, let us get away with murder he would pull the bus over for every single thing you know oh, to really? yell at us oh yeah would he like get up out of his chair oh for sure <laughs> yeah and we were terrible kids we had fireworks on the bus no like, oh bad could you imagine like today i th- yeah i mean today there's no the amount of trouble you'd be in i feel like you'd be expelled oh i think you would but he never knew were. who it was. And they were just like the little snap pops. Right. So you just toss them and they... Psh. He's probably like, somebody's got a gun back there. Yeah. it's We were terrible children on the bus. I feel bad for him. But he did remember me. And he's like, you guys were the, the wildest group. Oh, he said that? Yeah. And I just <laughs> laughed. I was like, man, I can't believe you remember me. That's not good. <laughs> well, I mean, it's good to be remembered, though. That's true. In a way. In to a an way. extent for the right things hopefully but i mean i made a mark on his life so yeah you certainly did you added probably a bunch of years to his life yeah i made him feel younger yes all right well we can only hope that and then finally everyone um doing their part you know everybody focusing on the role that they have and then just continuing to to do that to the best of their ability um which kind of gets into a topic that i wanted to talk about today um obviously you know we talk a lot about culture things on here 100 percent. how can we be i mean you said it when when we got when i um you got up here this morning i was like hey here's kind of what i'm thinking about and you're like oh so we we're talking about how can we become better versions of ourselves i was like and you're like i love that we always talk about that thanks for yeah, listening to today's should. podcast i think we should we brought to you by price trade auto and midwest mm-hmm. truck and tire processes are going to midwest be truck and tire for all your tires accessories and rides and the business is going to be better. right midwest truck and tire is now proud to offer rust proofing sound proofing mm. exterior and interior all right, that's all for today we'll see you guys next time <laughs> give us a call today it's true let's though, get I mean, you back on um, the road so essentially upgrade it just kind of goes into like why why do we do what we do back to today right? why podcast. do we wake up in the morning and come to work why do we do this podcast why do we take the extra time i mean spent yesterday great example is my father-in-law showed me a text that spencer caraway sent him and it was just a super long text about hey i drove your vehicle here's what here's what i noticed i don't think it's anything to be worried about and my father-in-law was like blown away right because it was like a it was a spencer text scroller right which i loved and my father-in-law loved like he was like wow these people are I mean, Spencer doesn't get paid to send that long text. No. You know? So, for people to go above and beyond, not because they're going to get paid for it, but because they know it's the best, it's the better thing to do, right? That That's super important, and those are the kind of people that we want. So, with that being said, I know in front of us we have some sheets of paper. Um, if you're waking up and your drive is money, then you're going to be miserable and fail or you will have a lot of money and be miserable and when your when your driver is money there will never be enough right so um i know you you've kind of switched um i'm not trying to call you out but so, you are but i'm going to <laughs> right to your face um i know like you've talked to me a lot about how man money used to be my focus now it's kind of shifting 
I was hoping you could just share a little bit about that like journey. Yeah, so obviously money, it's hard to say money doesn't buy happiness. Right. Because it buys a lot of things, it makes life easier. It can buy you a boat. It can. It can buy you a truck to pull it. Have you heard that song? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Just making sure. Sorry. I just can't sing it. I can't interrupt. I shouldn't interrupt you when you're being serious. No. Fault. Was I being serious? Though? Yeah. You were talking about maybe your... money makes the world go round because it kind of does. <laughs> it kind of does. We are in a capitalist country. <laughs> True. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> fair. But I. I. Sorry to interrupt you. You were saying because I do like. I mean, you. You would say that your driver used to be money, and that's somewhat yeah. shifting a little bit. Yeah. Used to be. I mean, even so, I made the switch to come here to try and like, hey, relax a little bit. Yeah. You know. I felt comfortable in life to make a transition. Mm -hmm. And then I come here and boom, I'm right back to my old habits. It's all about turning hours. It's all about making money again. And then I end up just like kind of you said before, getting burnt out. Don't Mm want to do it anymore. And it gets to a point where the money doesn't matter. I mean, someone could pay you half a million dollars. And if you're just not feeling motivated or the drive's not there, you're just always going to want more to try and get that feeling back yep of what you used to feel when you first started doing like when i first started working on cars you know it wasn't about the money it was about knowledge and getting better and faster yeah so i don't know if that relates to you because i know you're in ministry for a long time so i don't know the money portion of yeah very different so maybe you want to elaborate yeah so for those of you who don't know i automotive is new to me (laughs) which i know all of you probably know because i know nothing about cars i'm getting better i'm learning for sure um yeah but i was in ministry for 10 years um worked in a variety of roles in ministry kind of started in in youth ministry when i was getting out of college then transitioned into worship ministry so like singing playing guitar leading worship producing music and then at the near the end of my ministry career or who knows if it's over i think it might be because i really do enjoy it here um but near the end of that ministry experience maybe we'll call it um i got into digital media so things like marketing um website design social media um i would do stuff for like online ministries so whether it's like uh we streamed sometimes on twitch.tv um, we created a VR church campus so people could join us in their living rooms with a really? VR headset. Yeah, it was, wow. it was Chris and Jason love that story because you got to keep in mind I have a VR headset on. And I'm sitting in my living room on a Sunday morning and my kids are running around. Well, my <laughs> one kid is at the time and my other kid, my wife, is holding him. And I'm like, have a VR headset on with my two controllers in my hands. And I'm like, hey, well, welcome to Parkview. Because people are coming in and like I'll be talking to them be like, so how's your week going? Whatever. And my wife's like, hey, are you talking to me right now? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm 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 at church. But we did a bunch of different stuff. And um, I mean, the pay and I think that's part of the reason I've never been in a role where money was my driver. Now, that's impressive. Thanks. Um, I I. I would, I, I'll be very honest and say I do enjoy making money, right? Like, I bought a house with a pool. Like, obviously, I, I need money. To, <laughs> need to, I need it. Like, we yeah. all need it. We all have needs for it. Um, but for me, it's like my job has almost become my hobby, which may, maybe is good and maybe is not good. I'm not sure yet. But what I mean by that is I just, I really love what we do. You know, like I love that we get to do this podcast. I love that we get to, that I get to walk around and see how everybody's doing um, and all that kind of, all those things. But um, I guess I, I'm trying to be empathetic that I understand that money is a big thing. And yeah. I don't want it to be like, oh, I've never, I've ne- money's never been a thing. Because obviously, if the church were to, when the church did give me a raise, I was like, oh, heck yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like I was like, yeah. oh, keep it. But I do you know? hope you don't get burned out because cars used to be my hobby yeah and i will say this it is no longer my hobby what is your hobby 
doing anything biking related sure true for the most part yeah and i think i mean you should hold me accountable to that i do need to get better at that because i think if you if work is your life right i don't see it ending positively i would agree because when work does become your life then your family your friends become second or third um i mean your faith too like so it's tough because and you fall into kind of a rut i don't want to get on a tangent no you fall into a rut of you know you know work when you're at work this is like your place you know what to do whereas if you're doing other things outside of work you know you're not as comfortable in it so Mm. it feels feels bad to you right to say it in a simplistic way so then you revert back to just work right so now you're not really expanding yourself you're not becoming a better person if you want to work on doing that Mm. you're just becoming better at work exactly yeah it's a good point i mean brandon alexander um reposted this on linkedin uh last night and i really loved it um it says nobody will remember you for your salary how busy you were how many hours you worked how many gucci bags you owned which i'm sure you own some gucci bags seven seven gucci bags but people will remember you for how you made them feel the time that you spent with them how you kept your word and if they could count on you which i love that yeah you know because when we think of leaving a legacy which now we're we're really on a tangent today but i love it but when we think of leaving a legacy or when we think of people that have passed away or something we rarely thinking about oh man so and so passed away they made so much money yeah they're rich you know it's it's always like how did oh man they were just a good they were a good person you know and so i think that's why we hit on this so much like how can we become better versions of ourselves you know and i think part of that or a lot of that is what do we believe about ourselves right so that's good thanks so much i was gonna try something like that and i would have fumbled try it no way all right cool so <laughs> they uh they brian knight brian kite kite i'm sorry i always say brian knight but you so does chris does I he really he rubbed off on you brian knight chris and i know him as brian knight it's an inside thing but his name's yeah, actually brian you kite. guys know him really yeah we know him really well. well his name's actually brian knight so yeah. if you're wondering this is a cover um no, you actually got us onto this called the Daily Discipline. Do you want to talk about a little bit what that is before yeah, I read so this Yeah, so basically, uh, kind of my financial advisor, he's the one that actually sent me an invite to it. And he's like, yep, you can set it up whatever time yeah. you want to just wake up, read it. Good little short motivational, maybe a paragraph. Yeah, this one's a little longer, but I'd say generally they're relatively short. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, um thought they were really cool because you know some people it's harder to wake up right and get motivated in the morning than others so i use this as a tool to kind of motivate myself or mm. you know it's no different than you know if you're going to church or something you're hearing the pastor or minister say something and it relates to you right so that way you can kind of focus on what you need to improve on mm-hmm. or what's going well you're right to make yourself keep pushing to improve on and that's basically what these little mm. messages are yeah. every morning i love everything you just said you're you are on it today i'm trying did you do something different this morning than normal no did you hear how slow i was starting this morning oh yeah but I it's good like, you're on it now you're on it now not in the back of my throat every morning no it's good it's good okay so <laughs> yeah i do yeah, it's a good little remi- it's a good little daily reminder of okay, how can I become a better version of myself today? Right? And each yes. day kind of hits on a different thing. Yep. Just like you're saying, and today's was um sorry, today's was all about why do you believe what you believe? Right? So, obviously we've been talking a little bit about like ourselves and our own perspective on like why do we come to work or why do we why do we believe we come to work or we get to decide why do we come to work right and we get to decide what we believe about ourselves when we're at work we get to decide what do we believe about the place that i work at and all these kind of things so there was a couple things in whether here. it's true or not you're right exactly and that's why i loved this one today because it says 
we want to believe certain things, so we do. We don't want to believe other things, so we don't. <laughs> Desire and preference shape our beliefs more than accuracy does. So then he goes on and he says, I'll share two examples. This is still Brian Kite talking. Knight? You know that, Brian Knight. <laughs> <laughs> this is Brian Knight Kite talking. <laughs> Knight uh, he says, I'll share two examples. First, intelligent people believe very different things than you on significant issues. Depending on the topic, each side believes their beliefs are accurate and the others are inaccurate. In reality, both sides choose their beliefs based heavily on subjective factors. Makes sense. Second, when your existing beliefs encounter facts, data, feedback, and experiences that contradict what you believe, you rarely change your beliefs to match the facts. Instead, you filter the facts to fit within your existing belief because that's what you prefer to believe. Accuracy takes a backseat to comfort and preference. I mean, you got to think about it. That's probably why there's so many religions. Yeah, I know. Because it's like, okay, I believe a little bit of what you're saying, but I also believe this. Boom. Now you have another. Boom. There's another one. Boom. <laughs> boom. There's another one. Boom. I mean, but even like, I mean, you and I were talking about it this morning. If I believe, if I believe that everybody here hates me, let's just say. <laughs> you're going to find every little fact. Right. people could come up here and say hey thanks so much for what you're doing or send me a nice email or you know whatever but because my belief in my head is nobody here enjoys me or likes me anything that happens is not going to change that belief correct right and so i think it's a good reminder that um well let me just finish the paragraph sorry (laughs) go ahead (laughs) sorry um uh okay I don't share, so this is how he ends this daily discipline. I don't share this to recommend any specific action in response, only to raise your collective awareness that while your beliefs are feel accurate, so do everyone else's. In reality, our belief systems function on a foundation of beliefs. We didn't choose, but still influence what we believe and don't believe, usually operating below our conscious awareness. So all that to say is <clears throat> our beliefs, whether it's about ourselves. Our workplace, our relationships with people. Life. Right. It is, there's a lot of factors that are playing into that. But also we need to be able to almost like take a 30,000 foot view on ourselves and say, is this accurate what I'm feeling or is this just a feeling and it's not accurate? You know, because I mean, we see it all the time and we have it all the time. Feelings often dictate how we respond to things. I don't feel good about this situation, so I'm going to do this, right? But the feeling you're having might not actually be an accurate feeling of what's actually going on. Yeah, you almost have to, like you said, remove yourself Mm -hmm. from yourself (laughs) and kind of get an outside look to view the situation. Like if you weren't involved in this situation at all, Mm -hmm. how would it appear to you versus having your feelings involved and your emotions right while you're discussing an issue at work or an issue at home yeah well and even i mean we didn't we didn't plan on talking about this today but how do we how do we take a thirty thousand foot view of ourselves the only way i've ever remotely came close to anything like that is after the conversation Mm. has ended Sure. You know, in the moment, you're like, this is what I'm feeling. I'm right. Mm-hmm. Other person's probably wrong. Right. And then afterwards, you may not feel so right. Well, and I think you actually have a step before that, which you just said. <laughs> you said, I-, I have a conversation, right? I feel yes. like that is often has to be the first step. You're feeling this way. You got to talk to somebody about it. Whether it's the person that you report to, whether it's a coworker, I mean, if it's a work situation, try to keep it out. Try to keep it at work. I would argue, mm-hmm. and try to say, "Hey, this is what's going on. This is how I'm feeling. I'm just trying to figure out: is this accurate? Is this is this true?" Um, but I feel like so often we'd rather just harbor those feelings, and then boom an explosion happens because we've been pent up all all these feelings that we have are pent up yeah. and then it's just now what you're saying is no longer right full of facts 
It's right. full of feelings. And I think, <laughs> I mean, the people that we have those conversations with have to be people that we that we trust because you're being very vulnerable, which I've realized in the automotive industry, vulnerability seems to be very difficult. Very. For people. Why do you think, is there? I think it's a lot of, I mean, speaking from a tech standpoint, yeah. you know, I mean, typically, you know, the quote unquote tech was mm-hmm. very gruff. Sure. You know? Yeah manly man kind of an ordeal yeah that's what everyone looked at you know Mm -hmm. back in the day you know you're always dirty and typically you're a bigger guy and stuff now i feel like the tables are kind of flipping um just because all the electrical yeah business that's involved and everything so you're kind of you know it's not about being a gruff guy anymore but still you have that that harboring feeling of either you work for someone that took advantage of you so you feel kind of set back from that so you're not willing to open up fully Mm -hmm. but the problem with that is and i'm sure you've seen it someone that's not fully aware and able to open up the reaction is typically anger Mm. yeah because anger is the best cover to make you feel strong Mm. Even though, honestly, you're probably scared. Ooh, man, you are... You're dropping some truth bombs in here today. Skinny Buddha right here. (laughs) Skinny Buddha! (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's true, right? Because we don't... I feel like most of us, we don't want to be vulnerable because it looks like it's a sign of weakness. Right. Right? And I would argue... With everything in me. Okay, so there's certain things in my life that I'm like, this is a hill I'll die on. (laughs) This is a hill I will die on, I'm telling you right now. Vulnerability is not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. Because what it's saying is I am so comfortable in my own skin, about who I am, about what I believe, that I'm going to share how I'm honestly feeling. And take it or leave it. It could be true. It could be untrue. But I'm going to share it. Because I... In order for me to move on, I have to share it. Yes. Right? Now, I feel like maybe a good step out of this is if you're somebody who's listening to this and you're questioning, like, is what I'm feeling accurate? I feel like a really good step is to find somebody who you trust and kind of walk them through the situation and say, I'm not, I am not asking you to just take my side. I'm I'm asking you to help me become a better version of myself. Yeah. Do you believe how I feel is right. the correct route here? Right. Which is why we, honestly, we're all trying to be better people and surround ourselves right. with better people because that will inherently make you better. Mm-hmm. It's no different than if you're going for a run, you know, you're trying to move. I get it. Your wife's telling you. Yeah. Don't so if you quit moving around, run, going for a run every morning or something, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden your neighbor who you recently meet or something's like, yeah, I run at this time every morning. Is he going to make you better about running? Mm, probably. Exactly. Right. No different than your significant other. Yep. You know, a significant other can either, either make or break you. I've seen... Mm. I've seen what I view as a bad relationship. I've seen what I view as a great relationship. And you can tell the difference in the person. Right. Oh, 100%. I mean, I think, and like it, okay, so sometimes it can be scary. Like you said, right? It can be scary to be vulnerable. And sometimes we might combat combat that with anger. Yes. But I would argue if you're vulnerable and somebody isn't helpful or if somebody like isn't willing to step into that vulnerability with you and say, hey, I'm willing to help you process this, I would argue the person that you're sharing it with probably doesn't care about you as much as you think they do. And I know that's really hard to hear, but I mean, you've said it, like yeah. significant others, but also friends, right? Sometimes yes. we think that we have the best of friends and then we say, hey, there's some, this is going on in my life, can you help me process it? And they're like, ha, 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 you know, um, and that's not that's not a friend that's not somebody who loves and cares about you um but because it's all fun and games until it gets serious and then you really see who's there for you right exactly 
And so at work, outside of work. Exactly. Anywhere. So maybe, I mean, that was just a little, I don't know a great way to close out this little segment that we've been talking about. I love that we're talking about it, but I think it's just, we could close it out. Just we're, we're not only here to spread automotive love mm-hmm. and knowledge, but we're trying to be better people. And I think we are, you know, I think, I mean, I think, first of all, I think both of us would say we don't have the answers. No. You know, we enjoy talking about it. Like Brandon Alexander posted that thing. And then um, that kind of was like, oh man, I love that he, that he posted that. And I think it's okay for us to have feelings about things, obviously. Yeah. But just be reminded that it's good for us to take that 30,000 foot view and say, is what I'm feeling actually accurate? Um, and I mean, the other thing we we talked about, we talked about was like, what is driving me to wake up in the morning? Yeah. And I think besides money. Right. And I hope that it's just, I can be better today for the world. Yeah. Could you imagine if everybody in the world woke up every morning and said, how can I be the best version of myself today? Yeah. How can I, how can I help the world be better instead of thinking about, oh, I just got to get through today to get that paycheck. Because I'm here to tell you right now, money money will not push you towards happiness. Mm. It'll push you towards a lot of things, but unless you are pushing for early retirement and you just don't want to work, I don't see happiness in the future. Mm. Well, I think that's the best way to end it. So you ready to get to our employee highlight? Boom. Time for the owner highlight of the week, where the owners choose one employee each week going above and beyond for the company. Enjoy. You deserve it. All right. So um, this week, we have another owner spotlight of the week. Uh, This is from... um, This is actually from uh, an employee out at our Marn store, our Marn location today. Uh, I know last week we highlighted Alex, who's here in Nunica. This week we are highlighting Todd. My man. Um, And obviously Todd does a ton uh, for us. Todd has been with the company for over 25 years. Um, And I actually sat down i didn't sit down with todd todd was working on a car and i was probably bothering him (laughs) but i asked todd a bunch of different questions about working at price right why he's still here and jotted some stuff down so i'd love to share that yeah um but todd if you are listening um holly and jason out in marn wanted to highlight you this week uh just to let you know you're doing a great job thankful for you and all that you brought to price right um and i am going to share some of the stuff we talked about so if you get mad about that I'm He's sorry. basically I'm a sorry. founding father. He is the founding father of Price Trade Auto. <laughs> um, so, okay, Todd has worked in five different buildings. For Price Trade? For, for Price Trade alone. So He that has tell- not moved in a long time. Right. So that <laughs> he started working here in 1995. So that tells you how much the business has grown since 95 first of all um so when todd started it was just it was just john todd and randy i don't know who randy is uh but the tools used to be locked in john's john's office and so todd couldn't even get his tools in the morning he had to like wait for john to get in or whatever because there wasn't a key (laughs) only john had it uh Todd said, I tried to quit a couple times, but I ended up staying to help John out because I just loved working for him. Uh, He did tell me a story of a boat ride that he took with John where the throttle got stuck and they were going 80 and they couldn't get it unstuck. So they just kept turning off and on the the boat until they (laughs) slowed down enough. Um, And Todd said, it was the day that I learned not to ride in a boat with John. Yeah, he's a he's a wild man, right? <laughs> I know exactly. So I did ask Todd, like, what's what's changed the most at Price Right since you've been here? Because obviously Todd's, you know, he's been here since '95. He said the biggest difference is actually the price of cars that we work on now. Oh, that's got to be interesting to hear, right? He said back in the day we were working on cars that were only four to five thousand dollars, and now we have. I mean, I fifty thousand dollar SUVs. Right. I mean, I think it attributes to how we've grown, and now we just have 
better quality inventory. Correct. But, and the market on right. top of it. But it is interesting to hear, to have a guy who started when it was like that. Yeah. You know? Um, and then also, they used to handwrite checks. Um, obviously, when Todd started working here, there were only three employees. Now, there's 60 employees. And finally, I asked Todd, so you've been working here for, you know, 25 years. Why are you still here? And he said, I, I keep working at Price Right because the Stuyvesant family is a good family. Um, and we're not trying to boost our owner's egos at all. But they are a good family. Um, and I agree with Todd. But Todd actually used to babysit Kristen Holly. That is so wild. It's adorable, isn't it? He said that he took him on vacation. Um, he said he used to have to brush Holly's hair at the shop because John couldn't do it. So Holly would come into the and shop. Todd has long hair, so know. he knows how to brush. I know. John would be like, Todd, brush Holly's hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, and John or Todd was like, and I love it because Holly has always been so sweet. Um, but now to see Holly, this is Todd talking about this, now to see Holly in charge he was like, it's just been a whirlwind of emotions, right? Because now he needs to, res he, and he said this, I respect that she's in charge, but he also sees her as a child, a child that he would brush her hair, Yeah, you know? So um, that is our owner spotlight of the week. I know it's a little different than last week, but Todd, we love you and appreciate you. I know Brandon, you have a soft spot for him a little bit. Oh, I love Todd. You love Todd. Always willing to help. I mean, he's just one of those old school guys that has so much knowledge mm. and ex experience to give yeah and that's what the young guys starting out i mean they need to see what it was like mm -hmm. you know because some people get very complacent yeah you know you see what's going on right now it's right. like it always it wasn't always like this right you know look back when you know now mechanics are sought after mm -hmm. they're making great wages a great living well back in the 90s or even before then i don't think it was that way as much at least mm. to the the older generation i talked to sure you know it was again more the gruff yeah. dirty and know. i mean even for todd to be some i mean isn't that i always think it's inspiring like i know i've said this before but and he doesn't seem that old no true right true it could be the hair could be the hair he's got amazing hair <laughs> he does have amazing hair <laughs> but i mean is i've i've always wanted to be like man i worked somewhere for 25 30 years i just hope but to be that alive doesn't that happen long. today like a lot of people don't last that long in a job but i think it's inspiring and it does show i mean because you know todd had some hard days everyone does you know and for todd to stick it out and be like no like i know the family cares about me i know what we're trying to accomplish as a as a company like that's the kind of those are the kind of people you want you know so kudos to you todd we love you we love the hair love the hair love the hair keep it going all right so just a reminder if you would like to highlight somebody um you can do that uh, you can email hr at pricerightauto.org. You can write a little blurb if you want to, or you can just say, hey, I wanted to give a shout out to whoever because they're doing a great job. Or, hey, I'm a customer. I came in and so-and-so took care of me and I just want to say thank you. Feel free to email us. We'd love to share it on the podcast. Um, but this week, it's all about Todd. All about Todd. Stumping Brandon Marsh. Can they stump him with this week's riddle? All right. I feel like I'm the worst person for this. Yeah, but it's always fun. Yeah. <laughs> might have to call Chris again. <laughs> you might have to. Well, you should call somebody else this time. Okay. If you want. If I need to. Okay. All right. So it is the part of the show where we start to wind things down, and I always love to see if I can stump Brandon Marsh. Yep. Every There's nothing time. like embarrassing the person you do a podcast with. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I have a couple different riddles more than one i didn't even get one last well time. i feel like i have i'm optimistic if i get one right i'm just you're on done it quits you're just gonna walk out <laughs> you're just gonna i will <laughs> theoretically drop the mic <laughs> okay perfect all right <laughs> so can we stump brandon marsh here is my first riddle of the day for you sir the more you take 
the more you leave behind. What am I? The more you take. The more you take, the more you leave behind. What am I? Holy cow. <laughs> There's got to be like <laughs> some clues in this. Mm, there's not the more you take the more you leave behind a marker am i no you want me to tell you yes footsteps ah that's a rough one because okay, you don't leave right. behind Here's another one. steps <laughs> all right fine unless you're walking in the sand fine fine what hey that's your belief you can <laughs> And it is right. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> David's father has three sons. I'm sorry. David's father has three sons. Snap, Crackle, and Pop. David. David's father has three sons. She's a okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Do you want one more? Yeah. One. All right, cool, 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 cool. Let's cool. Uh, go three. For this three. one you might need a sheet of paper and a pen. If it's long division, I'm not. It's done. long division. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what five-letter word typed in all capital letters can be read the same upside down? Five letters. Five letters. What five-letter word typed in all capital letters? can be read the same upside down. All right, you're going to have to give me some clues on this one. Starts with an... Well, I'll just tell you what it is. I don't know how I'm going to give you a clue. Well, can you just tell me one letter? Uh, the first and last letter is S. What five-letter word typed in all capital letters can be read the same upside down. <laughs> so I have five dashes and an S in the beginning <laughs> and an S at the end, just to clarify for people. And, and the middle the middle letter is I. You want me to tell you? Uh, yeah. Swims. Swims? Yeah, write it down, watch. Write it you, down, people. And then if you turn it around... It's there. It's there. Upside down. Well, I promise people I'm good at some things in life, but these riddles and spelling <laughs> is far from that. <laughs> well, you know what? It's one of my it's probably my favorite segment we do. Yeah, I think it's just <laughs> Oh, it destroys me. Can we stump Brandon Marsh? Once again, we have stumped you. I think we should call it can Brandon Marsh answer a question. <laughs> We'll change it to that Properly. next week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much um, for listening today, guys. Oh, um, thank you. I think our encouragement would be just try to be the best version of yourself today. Yeah. Let's try to be better people. Focus on pos positives. 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 Can you write that down? Flip it upside down? I don't think you can. <laughs> but we could try it. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. And uh, we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye-bye.